The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 191. I hope that you're doing very well today. If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can use my Calendly calendar to book yourself that, that free session. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about uh, relationship OCD. This is something that I've talked about a fair amount on the podcast. I think it's a really important area because obviously we're all dealing with relationships in in one way or another. And if OCD uh, jumps onto that because it's something that is important to you, then it can make life very, very difficult. And so in today's podcast, I interview Joe, somebody who struggled with um, relationship OCD uh, for pretty much, uh, you know, most of his dating life. And obviously, it's been something that he's found incredibly hard to deal with at times. He's a, he's a really great guy, and he's really, really willing to kind of open up and share about it. Um, he tells us about some of the most difficult things he's experienced with it, but also shares um, a lot of the different techniques and things that he's found helpful. So I really hope that you find it helpful please feel free to, to let me know what you think. If you would like to support the podcast, it would be great if you could head over to Instagram and follow and like there. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe to your podcast app of choice as well, that would be fantastic. So many thanks, guys, and I really hope you enjoy. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the podcast. Hey Rob, thanks a million. Thanks for having me. That's no, great to have you on. So, to to start off with, um, you know, you've you've struggled with with anxiety and and OCD for for quite some time. Can you just sit and tell us a little bit about it, please? Yeah, sure. Um, so I guess I suppose I first noticed it when it really struck me was when I was probably about twenty one. So. You know, that's going back a good few years now. Um, and it was kind of linked in with the relationship at the time. So, you know, in the middle of a relationship. And that's kind of when it, it really started for me. I guess there was a little bit of insecurity from my side. You know, it was kind of first love, young love, that kind of infatuation. And a little bit of insecurity um, uh, from my side. And I just kind of started feeling this quite severe anxiety um, and I couldn't really explain it I didn't know what it was at that time uh, so that's kind of where it started for me and it's been I suppose part of my it's been with me really ever since mm. and so relationship OCD is the the thing that you find hardest to deal with then in, in regards to this yeah no I think absolutely I mean I've noticed 
I suppose, yeah, labeling it or OCD, um, is definitely reasonable as that's where it's, that's my kind of trigger. Um, mm. I think obviously that relationship didn't work out in the end. Mm. Um, it's like I nearly, you know, my brain kind of wired itself then over the following years with every relationship. It was almost like this, it was like I was wired to go, oh, oh this is kind of danger, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was create a lot of anxiety and doubt around relationships. Um, I never really knew what that was, but it certainly affected every every relationship kind of after that first one. Yeah, yeah. And when did you actually realize that it was OCD that you were struggling with and not just kind of, you know, doubts about relationships and, and things like that? Um, yeah, so I'm a very good question. I suppose after the first relationship, well, enduring it, uh, I had that anxiety, but I noticed I ended up going to see a doctor because mm. it became quite severe and it was impacting my life. Um, yeah. You know, you know, I was suffering, there's no doubt. Um, I was in a pretty bad place at that time. And I noticed it was just obsessive. It, the thoughts were quite obsessive for me. And my doctor at the time, like, you know, it's very kind of like an obsessive, ruminating type illness that you have um and I suppose it was only a few years later when it occurred in another relationship that, that a different doctor kind of said to me this is really kind of almost like an OCD because I was kind of carrying out mental compulsions and constantly seeking reassurance from loved ones or friends about mm. my relationships yeah and I didn't really realize what I was doing but that's now I know that that's exactly what I was doing um so yeah, it was kind of a little bit later, but it's it was it was there from that very first relationship. Um, and then, of course, the, yeah, she said to me, "Look, this is kind of like an obsessive and OCD type, and it's triggered, or it's 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 associated with relationships. Is that there? It's it's been there for all the relationships that I've been in." Yeah, it must have been really hard to you know to to kind of deal with that you know throughout your your life of dating. Really, it's, it's it sounds like it's been there pretty much the whole time um so yeah it must have been really difficult um what what have you kind of uh found then up until this point to to kind of help you with this uh with the challenge of, of dealing with relationship OCD um yeah so I mean there's been a number of different things I suppose I struggled for many years you know and unfortunately um I you know there were a couple of relationships and they were good relationships uh, with very you know very very nice girls um that kind of went on for a year year and a half and eventually really I could say that it was the anxiety or the OCD that really pulled us apart because I didn't know how to manage it properly I really yeah. didn't know how to manage it properly and I kind of believed the 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 the, the, the thoughts that I was having or the cognitive distortions and such you know I really did believe those thoughts yeah um I suppose doing a bit of research online and then of course I have to say getting in touch with yourself and doing a bit of work um, with you I found really really helpful and just I suppose for me the key things that I there's lots of different tools as you know and I'm sure lots of people would know but for me acceptance and commitment therapy hmm. is something that I found very beneficial um, and it takes you know it does take a lot of practice but I think if you can kind of commit to doing it you definitely will see the benefits you know so if I have a, a doubt and 
or a thought that's kind of cre- creating a lot of anxiety about the relationship, about my partner, whatever it might be. I try and just almost label it. I might, you know, label the thought and kind of say, okay, I notice that I'm having this thought. And I try and just accept that I'm having it and see it for what it is and and try and sit with it, almost lean into that the anxiety rather than letting the anxiety, uh, I suppose, cripple me or, you know, freak me out as such as what used to happen. Yeah. I try and just sit with it and then focus on the present, focus on something else I'm doing. Um, so that was very helpful, obviously, working with yourself, doing sessions, I found very helpful. Um, and exercise has been really key for me as well, Rob. I find I started jogging and then I started going to the gym and just doing those things or getting into nature was big. I love I love the outdoors, so getting out into the, the nature, going for a walk. Um, do I do a little bit, bit of surfing, so if I can do that, just focus on some of the things that I enjoy. I find all of that, that helps. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's fantastic that you managed to find, you know, these, some of these tools that, that really do help. Um, an important, an important area, I think, is, you know, um, being able to communicate uh, to, in the right way with your partner about what, what you're going through. Because obviously, one of the, one of the compulsions that, that we tend to have before we really know that we're struggling with OCD or even after we do know we're struggling with OCD um, is is the kind of confess to our partner about our doubts and you know the kind of guilt that we're feeling and um, you know kind of you know maybe confessing that we're not sure if we we should stay together Um, and this is obviously really difficult then for for the partner to deal with and um, I, I certainly find that, you know, it's much better if you, uh, if the partner understands that you're struggling with, you know, relationship OCD and, um, you know, that you're likely to, to kind of be doing these kinds of things and, and that, you know, you need them kind of on side and to understand you and to support you, um, you know, to, to kind of not go down that questioning rabbit hole, um, what is the like how do you navigate that that tricky um that tricky way of dealing with your partner when you do actually have relationship OCD? Yeah, um again, very it's it's a very, very fair point. And it's something I am guilty of. And I did it in all my relationships, unfortunately, because it is very ah, it is very difficult. I mean, mm. I, I don't know how well I'd manage it if it was the other way around to be quite honest and you do you're right you kind of feel all those emotions don't you that guilt and you feel bad but I suppose when you do it sometimes you get a relief and that's that's why you do it I suppose you're getting it's kind of almost like a relief to get it out and say mm-hmm. it to confess to your partner look Jesus I'm having these thoughts um I suppose for me I am very lucky that my current partner is extremely understanding and I suppose I explained it to her early on the relationship I was just kind of honest about it and explained look I have this I suffer with anxiety and it's often entwined with my relationships um and that's just kind of how it is and sometimes I'll have these thoughts and you know I, I try not to kind of confess them but sometimes I will say look I'm struggling a little bit and she you know she'll actually ask me what thoughts I'm having um, and I will say it to her and like that's just how it works for us it might not work for everybody but she's able to she's able to kind of 
uh, you know hold up with that it doesn't she doesn't drop off she because she understands that okay look this is part of your or, or OCD and she's great she'll say to me look that's okay you're you know you're struggling a little bit at the moment is there anything I can do to help you with this and you know sometimes I'll, I'll need a little bit of space or she'll actually say head off go for a surf or go meet mates you know she'd be just very supportive like that um, and very understanding so I'm lucky uh, I'm not sure there's any right way to do it I don't know what do you what do you think or no, I think I think the way that you're doing it is is spot on. You know, you've communicated to her and communication is the key here. You know, you've communicated to her that you have uh, difficulties with this, that it's a struggle for you, that it's not necessarily about her. It's more to do with you. Um, and that means that, you know, when when you are struggling, she, at least she knows what's going on. Uh, I think the difficult thing for for the partner is they can feel alienated or they can feel, you know, worried and, and concerned, you know, why is there distance? Why is he so quiet today? Or why is she so quiet? You know, and it's, um, you know, that can be, be difficult, but if they understand that you struggle, then obviously it's a lot easier for them to, um, to understand that and for them to help you. Um, and obviously for the, for the relationship to work out, you know, positively. Um, and but at the same time, we do also need to be careful that we don't kind of, uh, you know, overly confess um, things because the temptation is and I've been there myself. Uh, the temptation is to kind of fess up every little worry and concern that you're having about the relationship, um, you know, because because you do feel this kind of guilt and shame about it and you are looking for that sense of relief of just expressing it. You know, it's a compulsion. And at the end of the day, that's going to make the OCD worse. And the other thing is it's, you know, it makes it makes the relationship very difficult for the other person to be in because, yeah. they're, you know, they can't they're constantly kind of uh, afraid, you know, of what you're going to be uh, saying. So, you know, generally speaking, communicating about it but in a positive way um you know you don't need to to kind of confess every every day yeah. or two you know yeah and i think that's completely that's so true i mean and it's funny because i've had you know and i'm sure everybody who who, who can suffer with it uh, or is living with it um would feel like i would have days say if i am having a bad day it's it's amazing like you, you're so anxious that you just don't feel and you're kind of caught up in your thoughts and I could be quite distant or quite distant from my girlfriend and you know I wouldn't um I'd be quite almost cold I uh, just don't really want to chat don't you know wouldn't show much emotion and that mm. can be very difficult and there's days where you're kind of feeling well and you're you're clear of thought or you're managing how things are and you're you're, you're like a different person so um and then as you say confessing all the time I think it could be very difficult for the partner and um I definitely created it's something I, I'm working on a lot because it definitely created um a lot of difficulty in previous relationships you know um and understandably it was very difficult for previous partners so something yeah. to be just very mindful of exactly I think yeah absolutely. yeah and that kind of leads into my my next question uh really which is that um it's about uncertainty which is obviously at the heart of OCD and relationship OCD, um, all things OCD really, um, you know, what we are effectively doing 
by compulsing, it's trying to to reduce the uncertainty. And um, you know, in in relationship OCD, we want to know absolutely that you know that the the person is definitely the right one for us. Um, you know, or whether we definitely should stay, or whether we definitely should leave. And we, we're looking for that certainty, and we can't we can't ever quite have it. It's never we can never quite get enough. How do you how do you personally go about dealing with with that uncertainty? Um, I mean, it's one thing that I, I struggled with an awful lot. Um, and I remember you telling me one day actually that it's you can never really think your way out of it because I think that's something I always try to do. I always try to think my way out of this, the doubts as such as you say, if something wasn't perfect or we weren't having a perfect conversation over dinner or I didn't f- f- feel like I missed her if I was away for a few days. Kind of a lot of these classic things that can pop up with our OCD and you kind of get uncertain and you're kind of, oh, I should be feeling this way and these unrealistic unreal- expectations of, of how you think you should feel. Um, so I, for me, I, with that uncertainty again, it was just kind of almost, again, just accepting it, leaning into it, um, trying to not think catastrophically about things, you know, that there's a gray area and that's okay. You know, it's kind of okay to not always feel like that the Hollywood love buzz that you think mm. you should be feeling. You know, it's okay to to be away from your partner for a few days and you know it's okay if you're not missing them it's all that's okay we're all human individuals and we need our own space um you know so kind of things like that just trying to accept that it's okay there's a gray area there it doesn't it doesn't have to be black and white um for me that's you know and then i suppose a little bit of meditation helps to 10 or 15 minutes a day of just a little bit of mindfulness um there are just little things that i try and do i just try to stop myself going down the rabbit hole into overthinking and trying to think my way out of the uncertainty. I just try and sit with it and accept it. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. It's really good advice. Um, And talking of advice, (laughs) if you could only give one piece of advice to people who, who are struggling with OCD or relationship OCD uh, from your own kind of personal experiences, um, what, what would that be? Um, I suppose the first thing I'd say is that for anybody that is listening and is, you know, has it and is struggling or struggles, you're not alone. It is, it's definitely hard, but there are ways to manage it. And you could, you can, you can live a very happy, healthy life with it. You just, you know, you, you know, find something that helps you. So for me, it's been that kind of acceptance commitment therapy, uh, working with yourself, Rob, and exercise. So they'd be kind of the key things for me. There's different tools that work for different people. Um, but I, what I would say is that you're not on your, you're not alone. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There is a way to manage it and to live a happy, healthy life. I have been myself in very, very dark places at times with it and thought there's no way out of this. Mm. Um, but with support and using those techniques. And uh, I'm lucky I have good family and friends around me who, who, who are aware of it and are, can support me. That, you know, I, I have learned to manage it much better and, you know, I can have a good, good, happy life. Yeah, that's fantastic. Really, uh, really great advice. And um, have, you, uh, 
have you kind of got a, a, a kind of book recommendation anything that you've you've read that's like really helped you with 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 this um yeah there is a book actually that i read um it's a book it's actually a book about kind of relationship ocd and relationship anxiety um the author is I think I think I have it here actually. The author is Sheva Raji, and it's a relationship OCD, and you can you can buy it online. I bought it online. I actually just came across it online. It's a really good book. Um, I found anyway. There's lots of really good stuff in that book. Um, you know, and there's stuff about CBT, um, acceptance commitment therapy, and it's just really helpful. It's a nice read. Um, the author kind of is quite experienced and had her own issues with relationship OCD and has learned how to really live a happy fulfilling life having suffered herself um so it's really worthwhile read that's one thing i would say um and reach out to people as well like i said if you know if there's always somebody there to support so yeah absolutely um, yeah it's a great book actually i really um you told me about that book and uh yeah you read us good yeah i checked it out it's really good um really helpful for for relationship uh relationship ocd so uh joe thank you so much for your time it's been uh it's been great talking to you and um you know to to hear your story and uh you know some of the some of the advice i think you've given is really spot on not at all rob thanks many for having me on and uh yeah no glad to to have the chat just a quick reminder if you would like to book yourself a free session then you can all you need to do is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can use my Calendly calendar to uh, to book yourself that free session you just need to to find a time and date that works for you and uh, and book the session there and now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer any information that you view on my website instagram page facebook group or anywhere else online or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.